Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it's Saturday. Um, I kind of messed up a little bit today because I slept in a lot longer than I'd planned to, so I didn't end up getting nearly as much done as I wanted. But I managed to wake up three minutes before the LeBron Seven Media Days came out, so I kind of got really lucky with that. Um, but I, I kind of jumped up. I got out my iPad, got out my phone, and waited till they came out on sneakers and then went for them. And I ended up getting a pair on my phone, so I was super pumped about that. Um, it's always good to feel that. Uh, it's always a good feeling when you see the got em sign come up on the sneakers app. So I was super pumped about that, and I immediately got them listed and had them sold in about 10 minutes. So you can't beat that. Um, you know, up for 20 minutes, make $100. I can, I'll take that every day. So. That was something that I was really pumped about. Um, you know, that's a, a tip there, though. If you get a pair of shoes on sneakers, uh, the typical time for it to ship is usually five days. I mean, you'll usually have it within five days uh, at your house, but I usually list my handling time for about 10 days, um, and then I, uh, I wait for the sneaker to get to my house, and I, I ship it out. But um, getting your sneaker listed as soon as the sneaker is released is huge because you have so many people that just missed out on the drop that have a lot of buyer. Uh, they don't have a lot of remorse because uh, they missed the, the shoe coming out. And so what they do is they flood onto eBay because they really want it. And they're kind of not thinking rationally at that point. So they're willing to spend up way more than they would have spent on the sneakers app. And so uh, that's kind of what I did. I immediately went and drafted up a, a listing and then posted it and within about 10 minutes it had had I don't know 300 views and sold so you know there was a lot of demand for this sneaker I listed mine at about you know the typical higher end of the going price and it sold so I was super happy about that I love to make that quick sale and you know like I said 20 minutes for a hundred dollars that's a really really good wages that's 300 bucks an hour so I will take that all the time so I was happy about that um I spent a little bit more time doing some research, uh, looking at some of the leads that I was seeing come out, and uh, got a couple more things on Walmart and um, you know that had been released and things like that. Uh, I was running the bot that I have, and it was able to pick up a couple things that um, that were super low key right now, but are doing really well. So I was happy about that, and then just kind of took the day. Um, and did a couple things that I needed to do. I went and hit a lift. I helped around the house and that kind of thing. But uh, now I've just been uh, focusing a little bit more on learning merch and um, looking at what goes into making a print-on-demand business successful. So um, I don't want that to be my full-time job. I mean, it would be cool to have that as something that could supplement me with enough income to do that. But I don't think that I really want to do print-on-demand full-time. Um, you know, it's it's something that is really interesting to me right now, though. It seems like it could be a huge um, a huge opportunity for me. And so I'm looking at that, and I am just trying to plan out different shirts that I want to come up with, trying to learn what sells, what fonts to use, um, different things like that. I mean, a lot of people don't realize this, but when you want to make any sort of a, a something to sell and you're using any sort of media in it, whether it is a song whether it is a photo, whether it is, you know, anything like that, a lot of those things are trademarked and copyrighted. So, you know, you have to go and look at the USPTO, the uh, 
U.S. Patent and Trade Office and look at their uh, different trademarks that are there and, and see if the actual phrase you want to put on a shirt or see if the actual song you want to use uh, in your podcast or whatever is trademarked. And so um, there's different things you can do. Um, I've been looking a lot at Google Fonts, which aren't really that great, but they're a good starting point. And that's, I think, like a family of like, I think it's like 900 some fonts that you can choose from. And you can kind of, or maybe it's 900 families of fonts, which which just means like, you know, the whether you have like, you know, I don't know, Times New Roman and then Times New Roman Bold and then Times New Roman Italic, like all these different font types, they're on Google Fonts. Uh, maybe not those exact ones, but they're similar ones that people have made and they're all free, they're all open source. So they're royalty free, meaning you don't owe anybody anything if you use their font to sell on a t-shirt or something like that. So um, that's something I'm looking into, just trying to get a couple of designs going with some of these free fonts, hopefully get them to sell a couple of times, get some money that I can then reinvest into the business, buy up some better fonts that I have been kind of seeing a lot of people use to a high degree of success and kind of branching out from there. So that's really what I want to do. I still have a ton more research I need to do, but I'm probably, once I get a couple minutes, going to make a shirt up and then put it on Amazon and see how it does. So we'll see. I already have one shirt on there, but it was like, Amazon doesn't like if you make a merch account and then you don't ever use it. So the first thing to do if you get a merch account is to immediately um, post a shirt. It doesn't really have to be anything special. Make sure that it's not trademarked or anything. Make sure that you don't have any, uh, you know, anything in there that would require you to pay them a fee uh, or somebody a fee if you, you know, use the design. But um, I kind of got that uploaded just because I wanted to make sure that my merch account didn't get deleted because I never used it. And then I got distracted with eBay and I got distracted with Amazon, all these different things. Um, But now I'm at a place where eBay is doing really well, but I would really like to be able to have something extra to work on right now. And uh, just the allure of having zero inventory cost, zero inventory storage or anything. Uh, Basically, I'm in control solely of what I am making and what I am producing and what I'm selling. That that is something that interests me. And having my own products would be something that I'm deeply interested in just because I kind of have a little bit more control. Um, And so there's a lot of different platforms I can branch out onto. But just getting that one shirt up on Amazon was key for me because it kept my Amazon account from getting, my merch account from getting deleted uh, because I never used it. So I'm looking into getting that going and then hopefully branching out into an Etsy shop, uh, Depop, and a couple other of these ones that I've mentioned before. But that's something that I did a little bit of research for, uh, just looking through different designs that sell. I mean, that's one of the biggest things. Going through Merch Informer, which is a, a really good site for merch, uh, they do a lot of different content on merch. Um, I think I use them and then merch research. I'll have to go back and check. Uh, but there is, I think Merch Informer has a tool that'll show you, you know, you type in a keyword or set of keywords into their search bar and then it will only display merch merchandise on Amazon. So like things that are made by merch. So I think it only displays the t-shirts. I'm not sure if it displays like the uh, pop sockets and stuff like that, but uh, it does a really good job of filtering out all the BS so that you can kind of look and say, hey, you know, this is the shirt that, the, this is these type of shirts that I'm selling. And then try and find a niche that you can get uh, a good amount of attraction in where you see that there's a demand for a product and it's selling pretty well, but it's not really, you know, the design's kind of trashy. It's not really that good. It doesn't really work that well with who they're trying to market to. So that's what I want to do. Um, 
I'm in no way, shape, or form a designer. I don't have a lot of artistic ability, but I do, I do know that, uh, you know, with practice, a lot of things can be done. And I don't know how creative I will get with that. I think I'll probably outsource a lot of the creative stuff, but to be able to make something as simple as, um, like on, I was looking through Detour Shirts' Instagram, and he's a guy who does a very well with Amazon merch and print on demand in general. And he was just showing how to make like a golf ball or how to make like a pie or something, you know, just these little designs to have on tap so that whenever I need to make something, I can just pull in that design and put it in the middle, you know, so whenever national picnic day is, I can pull out that pie and put it in the middle of a uh, blanket on like a t-shirt and say national picnic day and it works. So, you know, just stupid things like that. I really want to kind of get working on these designs and then hopefully having some stockpile that I can pull from, put on shirts, put on pop sockets, put on all these different things and kind of uh, make some money with that. And then Etsy's huge. So branching out into them, uh, doing things with Printful, uh, you know, doing coffee mugs. I think I saw them have like, I think Depop has pillows and stuff. Just you can put your design on anything. And so it depends on whether or not you want to pay the 35 cents to list it. But, you know, once you do that, it's up there for three months. So you're really paying pennies just to get a listing up there. It's super worth it. I'm excited to kind of venture into that and learn a little bit more about it. But I think that that's really my next step outside of looking at maybe like a wholesaler type of thing like that. So we'll see. But like I said, today has been just pretty good. Uh, I've been chilling a little bit. I made a good amount of sales last night. Uh, a couple of things sold overnight for me. Um, I had this pair of LeBrons that I bought in on Black Friday. And so this is kind of a lesson that I learned um, that you may want to pay attention to because it could help you in the long run keep you from buying things that maybe you shouldn't have bought or things that you don't really wish you would have bought. Um, but my cousin texted me and said, hey, I'm just going on a couple websites right now for Black Friday deals. And these LeBrons are regularly 200 bucks and they're 100 bucks right now. And they're going pretty pretty regularly on eBay for 180 to 200. And I think a lot of other people kind of caught wind of this. And one of the reasons is because Soul Links was tweeting out a bunch of links around Black Friday and a couple of the links that were coming out were for the LeBron uh, John Elliott collab. It was like a LeBron John Elliott Icon QS, I think was the actual shoe. And I got the beige color because one, the beige looked really, really clean. It looked nice. I liked it a lot more than the pink or the black or any of the other colors they had. I think there was another white colorway, like all white. And they didn't look as clean. And then they had the highest bids on StockX. So my plan was just to get the shoe in. And then as soon as it came in, flip it and make like 30 bucks on a pair, like each pair. And then what happened was, is by the time the shoes took to get into my house and like to get delivered to me, the price of tanked so bad on StockX, I may have made like a buck or two. And I should have just said you know what like to heck with it i'll just sell them and get my money back and keep investing it but for whatever reason i was pretty stubborn and didn't do that and i should have researched the shoe a lot more and realized that it probably wouldn't do as well as i had hoped i put a little bit of research in i didn't feel very comfortable with it but i just kind of wanted to buy something that day and i kind of made the purchase and that kind of a thing is a detriment to me and a detriment to a lot of people it's i was listening to a podcast with reezy resells and hustler hacks and they're both very very um, established resellers both of them really know their stuff they have really good YouTube channels they they really really understand how reselling works how multiple streams of income works and they're just really good at it and Glenn uh, from Hustler Hacks was talking about uh, you know the different ways that 
he has made money and things like that. And it's just, he was talking about how important it is to invest in things that you understand. And so that, that was kind of what my problem was back then, you know, um, you know, he was saying that not only invest in what you understand, but he was saying how he goes to a lot of Rosses and a lot of Burlington's and stuff like that. And he's just like a pro, like he does this for his full-time job and he does really well with it. And you can find him on Instagram. Um, he always has pictures of just amazing shoes that he finds at Ross. And those are the kind of things that I was hoping to find. And I've had finds like that, but, um, you know, he does this consistently and he goes so much that he finds them a lot more often just cause he's always out there. But he was even saying, you know, there's times where I'll walk into a Ross on a, a weekday and end up coming out with nothing. And I'll go to like 10 different Rosses and come out with no, nothing to sell because there just wasn't anything in there that day. And for me, for a new reseller, for somebody who has been doing this uh, much less of a time than he has, you know, it's one of those things where you almost want to just kind of make that first purchase. You want to get a purchase. You want to buy things. You feel like you're missing out if you don't buy things. And you feel like, well, you know, if I don't make this purchase now, when am I ever going to buy things? I don't know what I'm doing and I, I want to make money. And then you end up making a bad buy and it kind of haunts you because then one, you've lost a little bit of confidence in your ability to purchase things. And two, now you have a lot of money sunk into this item that's really not going to make you that much money anyways. So that was something that I learned from that. I have a couple other buys like that where I just kind of had items that I bought and they've been sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and they're not going to really make me much money. I ended up making like 40 bucks on the second pair of LeBrons, but the first pair I think I made like two bucks on. And it was just because, you know, with fees and stuff, it's a problem. I don't know why somebody on Poshmark offered me $180 for the ones that I had, but even at that, I mean, you're only making 40 bucks at that point because Poshmark has such steep fees for shoes compared to eBay that, you know, when you're paying for the shipping on eBay, you're still going to make probably about 20 bucks more on eBay than you would on Poshmark because they have zero fees. So that was something that, you know, I learned my lesson on. Uh, I still try and make educated buys, but like I said before, going very, very deep on a product that you see is doing very well is one of the things that I can suggest that will help you level up your game as fast as possible because you'll just be able to you know, get that product in, get it sold fast, get it sold, make a lot of money on it, and then keep looking for new products that are selling fast and that are selling at high profit margins. And then you just keep doing that. Pretty soon you've built up a business to where you're not doing, you know, a couple grand a year. Maybe you're doing 10, 20, 30, 40,000 a year. So that's just something that is, is what I've been pursuing right now. But, you know, there's just a lot of different lessons to learn from reselling. And kind of my, my takeaway that I've really learned uh, and it's been hard for me though, has been the, the fear of missing out on things. So I just encourage you, if you're having a problem with that, if you're you know making a lot of buys because you feel like it's wrong to walk out of a store empty-handed, by all means, you know feel free to do that if you don't see anything. You at some point have to make some buys, but you know make the judgment based off of eBay, off of Mercari, off of Poshmark, and then if it's not there, just keep it moving. But you know outside of that, uh, hopefully gonna get a couple a little bit more research done for merch today and then over the course of this week I'd like to really get a couple designs out um, the way wor merch works is that you have different tiers so I'm in tier 10 which is kind of pitiful but um, it has different tiers where you have to sell a certain amount of shirts a month to be able to get to the next tier it's like levels um, it's like leveling up in a video game if you will so uh, you know, I'm at tier 10 and then I think I was listening to Reezy and 
than Glenn today, and Glenn's at like tier 8,000. He's allowed to list 80 shirts a day. Um, I think uh, Detour shirts, I think Juno's up to like 16K tier, so he can list up to like, I don't know, like 100 some shirts a month. Like it's, it's crazy, these people that are doing the, this amount of volume in print on demand, but I'm allowed to list one shirt a day and 10 shirts total on my store. So once I kind of get through that barrier on Amazon, once I make 10 sales in a month, I get up to 25 tier. And then once I get 25 sales in a month, I get up to, I think 50 or hundred tier. It, it may go up a little bit more than just double. So I think I get up to hundred tier and then I can really start making some moves, getting five shirts a day listed, uh, looking to see if I can get some more sales and then hopefully scaling that out to a VA or something. So that's really what I want to do. Um, it's just a different game. It's, it's very different than reselling. It's not something that I've ever done before. And so it'll be interesting for me to kind of venture out there and learn a little bit more about print on demand and, and how the whole thing works. So that's really what I'm going to focus on this week and hopefully get some of that knocked out, get a couple of listings up and make a sale or two. I've never made a sale on it. So it'll be really fun when that first sale comes through. I mean, we all remember our first eBay sale or our first Mercari sale or Poshmark sale. Getting a first Amazon uh, merch sale is gonna be the same thing for me where I'm just super pumped about it. It's gonna make me like two bucks and I'll just keep moving. But uh, you know, that's really what I'm gonna hope for. Um, and then as things start to progress from there, find what designs I like to make, what things I like to focus on, uh, what niches I can really dominate. And then uh, from there kind of start making my own merch uh, store and brand, building that out through Etsy and merch by Amazon and, and all these other different platforms. But that's really what I want to leave you with today. Um, just a quick catch up on kind of what I've been working on and what uh, hopefully you can kind of take away from there, learn a little bit about merch and a bit a bit about, uh, you know, some of the different sneaker releases I've been doing. This upcoming week, I don't really know. I haven't looked too much at what my calendar says for what the sneakers are, but I think the Dunks, what's today? Today is the 16th. I think the Brazil Dunks come out the 21st, so that's, I think that's Thursday. I don't know. Um, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. I think that's Thursday. So yeah, I would I would definitely keep your eye out for those. There's going to be a pretty good flip. They're a really clean green and yellow shoe. So definitely keep your eyes off for that. And when those come out, I would be doing everything in my power to get a pair of those to resell. So there's just a little bit of a info for you so that you can make a little bit of money this week if you are wondering what you're going to resell. Hopefully you can get those on the sneakers app and then flip them on eBay, make yourself a quick hundred bucks and, you know, keep things moving and reinvest into the business. But I'm going to go, um, you know, I got a lot going on and I got a couple other things I wanted to focus on and kind of knock out, but um, just kind of, kind of do what you need to this weekend to make your business grow. Um, and hopefully focus on some of the things that, you know, you haven't had time to focus on recently just with everything that's been going on. But I'll let you go with that. Um, I will talk to you tomorrow, and you guys keep having a good rest of your weekend. Hang out with family. Uh, hang out with friends. Hopefully the weather's been nice, and, you know, you can just relax a little bit and enjoy the time that you have right now. So um, I'll let you go, but I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.